Welcome to Modern Entrepreneurs. Today we have Rachel Schnorr, Joseph Holland, and Welcome to Modern Entrepreneur. I'm Landon Ray, and today we've got Derek White, who's the CEO and founder of Digital Revenue Media, which is a boutique performance marketing agency and Facebook partner based in Los Angeles. He's helped brands navigate the direct-to-consumer space for over a decade, employing strategies that result in scalability and growth. Leveraging data, technology, and intuition, he uses his insights to increase optimizations and conversions for commerce and global distribution. In addition to running the agency, you can find him adventuring the globe with friends, most notably in the recent film for the BBC, David Beckham, Into the Unknown. So, enough about performance marketing. What about David Beckham? <laughs> what um, is this adventuring uh, about the globe situation? Yeah, so I've been into vintage motorcycles for years and years, oh, cool. particularly uh, vintage Harleys and, and choppers. Uh -huh. um, and I had built a bike, uh, a 1952 Harley Panhead years ago. And mm -hmm. maybe over a decade ago, David caught wind of that bike and fell in love with it. And then led to a relationship where I helped him build a bike and started a relationship and then, yeah, became uh, really good friends and now we take a lot of bike adventures. No kidding. Yeah, do a lot of camping trips, riding trips. Um, I take care of uh, his bike collection as mm -hmm. well. And then, uh, yeah, we did a, a, a film for the BBC where the World Cup was getting ready to drop in Brazil, mm -hmm. and so they basically took the biggest soccer player in the world and put him in Brazil to experience the beauty of the country, and so we basically did it via motorcycles. And so we started in Rio de Janeiro mm -hmm. and basically drove all the way through to Manaus and into the Amazon, along the Amazon River. and On Harleys? On Triumphs. Uh -huh, Triumphs. On Triumphs. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm actually in like four days. Uh, going to take off and ride an Africa Twin from Istanbul to Tbilisi, Georgia Stop. for two weeks. That's I'm, incredible. So enough seriously about adventure biking. Yeah. Um, let's talk about performance marketing. Um, so you run an agency. We do. Uh, you buy a lot of ads for a lot of companies, mostly direct-to-consumer, you said? Correct. Or I said? Correct. About you? Yeah. We uh -huh. focus on direct-to-consumer e-commerce brands mm -hmm. and driving conversions on-site. So you're buying a lot of Facebook ads. It sounds like you're uh, focusing on Facebook. Uh, it seems to me, as, a, as a, um, you know, a guy who runs a company that spends a lot of money on Facebook, um, that the, the landscape is changing quickly. Um, what would you say has happened to the sort of Facebook ad landscape over the last couple of years? Well, number one, it's become, uh, it's definitely become known that Facebook is a major platform uh, that you should be on. Yeah. Um, due to that fact, the inventory is oversold. Mm -hmm. So right now we know that the inventory is, is sold out mm -hmm. um, so that it, it's created an environment where you need to really be on top of your game. Mm -hmm. um, you need to be knowledgeable. Mm -hmm. uh, due to the fact that there are so many people competing for the same consumer, it's become more expensive. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it comes down to really executing well on your strategy, being knowledgeable, doing good research, uh, having good targeting, and knowing how to target the right customers uh, for the cheapest dollars, mm -hmm. right? So how to get your CPA, your cost per acquisition as low as possible uh, so that you can scale and grow and acquire new customers. Mm -hmm. The biggest problem, and as we get into, you know, uh, the holiday seasons, that becomes even more prevalent. 
because mm -hmm. there's even more people spending more money for the same consumers. I mean, uh, this is a huge subject that we've been learning about for a couple of years. Obviously, you've been at it for longer than that. Um, what uh, if you could, you know, throw out a, a sort of tip or a direction for people who are starting out? Uh, it seems to me that the, the part about the finding of the audience um, and the targets is a big piece of the puzzle. Um, how do you, what would you say to direct those people in the right way? First is you need to focus on building your lists, mm -hmm. right? So building your email list, building your customer list. Obviously, it's very easy to go into your store or your website and look at your existing customers, people that have already purchased from you. Mm -hmm. That's your good, good starting point. Uh, loading that data into Facebook and then creating, obviously, lookalike audiences from that data. That's kind of a, a given and a go-to that most people are familiar with already. But mm -hmm. the real niche is going to be uh, how, to, how to create new users from cold audiences, mm -hmm. right, instead of just warm audiences. Yep. Um, so, you know, using the, the data that is accessible within Facebook's platform uh, to target new users um, is probably one of the biggest keys to scalability and growth. Uh, marketing to people that you've already touched in the past is it's kind of an evergreen campaign. It's very easy to do so. The, the difficult side is more how to reach the new users and the cold audiences. Mm -hmm. um, one of the, the best tips I could probably give people new to the platform is to really be prepared. Um, I kind of talked about this earlier today. We, we say that the threshold really to play game on that platform is 10K a month. Mm -hmm. um, if you're going to try and, and play ball at 2K, 3K, 5K, we'll usually tell our clients, don't even waste your time mm. because you can't, you can't feed the algorithm enough data within the time frame uh, the first seven days of a campaign in order for it to get the touch points that it needs in order to do what it needs to do to go out and find more customers. The optimization uh, and the, and the yeah, scaling. The, the key is 50. So we, we talk about how when you launch a campaign, you need to hit 50 conversion actions in a seven-day period. So if you set up a campaign and that conversion action is a purchase or an email opt-in mm -hmm. or a lead gen form, you need to hit 50 of those in a seven-day period on the campaign mm. in order for the algorithm to learn who else to go out and get more of. Uh -huh. If you're only hitting 10 people in that seven days or 15 people, the algorithm's not getting enough data. So mm -hmm. you need to spend enough mm -hmm. for it to feed the algorithm enough data so that you can continue to perform and the algorithm knows to go out and get more of those kind of people. Gotcha. Um, so that's one of the biggest things uh, that people make a mistake of is they try to jump into Facebook marketing and Instagram marketing and only spend two grand or three grand, it's just not even worth the effort. Mm -hmm. And you know, one of the, the other sides of that is in the retargeting. So you, you reach somebody initially and then you need to retarget them. So mm -hmm. once they click on an ad, uh, historically we know that somebody needs to see an ad seven to nine times before they'll convert mm -hmm. um, or take an action on a new brand. So in prospecting a new user, once they click on an ad and take an interest, I then have to reach them seven to nine times right before they purchase. Mm -hmm. and as an agency, we like our frequency of re retargeting someone not to be more than once a week, right? No because if it's less, less than once a week, it's typically overexposing them to your brand. So if you, you run an ad, I click on that ad and then you start to retarget me because 
I clicked on your ad, and I see something from you every day or every other day. Mm -hmm. Within two weeks, three weeks, I'm going to be sick of seeing it because it's just it's too much, yeah. right? So we like that frequency to be once a week. Mm -hmm. And if we know that on average somebody needs to see something seven to nine times before they take action, mm -hmm. that means it's going to be two to three months from the initial people that we hit before they start to convert. Uh -huh. So you need to be able to ride financially for, financially for two to three months. Yeah. So 10 grand your first month, 10 grand your second month, 10 grand your third month uh -huh. before you're really going to start to see those conversions come in. Uh -huh. And that's one of the biggest mistakes that a lot of smaller brands or small startups make mm -hmm. is that they have maybe a $5,000 budget to spend. Mm -hmm. So better use of that money would be to focus on building your list, how can you get more email subscribers and things of that nature rather than trying to spend on an ad platform where you can't really make the numbers work for you. Mm -hmm. How long have you been running this agency? Uh, the agency has been around for three years now. Uh -huh. I've been in the direct-to-consumer space for 10. 10 years to direct-to-consumer yeah, marketing. Yeah, I was yeah. introduced, uh, initially it was in direct response, mm -hmm. uh, running DR campaigns, infomercials mm -hmm. specifically. Uh -huh. I had created a product called Lift Kits, uh -huh. and they basically were shoe lifts that you hid inside your shoes to oh, make yourself for sure, taller. Guys. Yeah, yeah. And so when we introduced the product, it was how do we get this product out and reach the entire United States overnight mm -hmm. without somebody like Dr. Scholes or Spenco or Superfeet knocking us off, already having the dis distribution. Yeah. So our, our solution to that was to run infomercials, mm -hmm. and during that time we were running infomercials very successful at getting the commercials to uh, create interest mm -hmm. and so they would pick up the phone they would make a call and we had the calls coming in but we couldn't find a call center that could actually convert the calls mm -hmm. so uh, the next stage was instead of driving the traffic to a call center was driving the traffic to landing pages mm -hmm. so instead of a, a phone number they would go to a website and we would build out a landing page that covered a to z about the product how to order what the benefits were and that eliminated the need for a call center. Mm -hmm. When we made that shift, that really became the success point for the business. Mm -hmm. um, and then that was where I kind of got into the digital marketing side and we had contracted tons and tons of agencies to do those efforts for us, to do SEM and SEO and do paid search. I would get sold by a sales guy that would promise me the world. And then at the end of the day, I was working with a college grad or an intern that was Mm -hmm. more focused on Taco Tuesday and going out during the nights of the week and mm -hmm. they were concerned with how much I was spending on ad spend mm -hmm. because they were paid a percentage of the ad spend. Mm -hmm. They weren't paid based on performance, Sure, right? Um, so we got to a point where I was like, hey, we need to bring this internal. Mm -hmm. I needed to learn how to do all that. Uh, and then we started consulting for a lot of friends' brands and we found that we were really helping these brands grow. Mm -hmm. So that's how we... Be we started the agency and then when we did start the agency it was how do we how do we totally change this this business model mm -hmm. right because everybody was kind of 15 20 percent of the ad spend and I wanted to create a way of of basing it off of performance mm -hmm. um, so we have two business models where one we do a straight percentage of the ad spend but we have another model where we do a percentage of the revenue that we help create mm -hmm. so we're incentivized to create revenue and performance for the brands uh -huh. and then we reap the rewards of doing so. Interesting. So if you could like go back in time and uh, give yourself a bit of advice 
um, that would have made your um, experience you know, easier uh, along the way, faster, uh, what would that advice be? I probably would have jumped into Facebook and Instagram marketing a lot sooner. Oh yeah? Yeah. Uh, you know, the two biggest players in the market are Google and Facebook. Mm. They possess the most data of anyone out there. Yeah. Um, and the accessibility of the data allows you to finally target who you're trying to reach. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, for years and years, we focused on social proof and social awareness and using social platforms to try and gain traction. And at the end of the day, you know, the biggest stores out there for purchasing traffic are Google and Facebook, mm -hmm. really. Um, so if we could have gotten started sooner, I would have loved to have gotten started sooner. That would have been the only thing I would have done different. And do you think that, that uh, you'd give that same advice today? I mean, cause you just actually told people to not get started unless you got a bunch of money. But, but if you do have that kind of money, is, is that, is that the, like the, the place? Yeah, for sure. still today, 100%, uh -huh. because uh, everyone is on their phone. Yeah. Everyone is on Instagram. Yeah. Everyone is on Facebook. And historically, people have been on it for years and years and years. So Facebook and Google, they know what your interests are. They know what your likes are. And they know when is the right time to reach you, when, mm when when is to serve you the right ad mm -hmm. so yeah it's still today the most powerful platforms out there and the most successful way to really grow and scale your business mm -hmm. so um, running this uh, agency now um, you've got uh, you know team you're trying to get customers you're trying to make sure those customers are happy it's basically a consulting relationship although you're doing work for them hard to manage those kind of relationships what do you feel like your unique skill set is that has you be successful in that I mean, the biggest thing for us is that we're not, we're not a massive agency. Mm. We're a very small boutique agency. We, at, at this point in time, we really pick and choose our clients. Mm -hmm. um, and we don't take on clients unless we really believe that we can help them. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're very focused on the clients that we work with. And because of the, the way that our whole team is incentivized, everybody is incentivized on performance. Mm -hmm. It's not a 40-hour job for anyone in our company, mm -hmm. right? Because they're all incentivized on the performance of the account, it, it goes home with them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, our, our team is looking at analytics and looking at data 7 o'clock at night, 9 o'clock at night, 10 mm -hmm. o'clock at night before they go to bed. As soon as they wake up in the morning, mm -hmm. they're looking at it. Um, that makes a big difference, you yeah. know, when your team is incentivized on the, the final product of, of how the client performs. They're going to work on it on the weekends. They're going to work on it in the evening. Just like an entrepreneur. Yeah, that's the biggest thing is, mm -hmm. is really making sure that your team is incentivized. Um, but yeah, that's our biggest asset is that we are a small boutique agency and we can really focus on the clients and make sure that they succeed. Um, the other side of that is that we're, we're, not, we're not just running campaigns on Facebook. Mm -hmm. for clients we take a holistic approach to the business and we look at everything we look at the website we look at the user interface and the user experience and the flow uh, we also look at creative and copy and story and messaging um, the biggest component in all of that is the story and the messaging behind the brand mm -hmm. or what's being sold mm -hmm. right needs to be excuse me compelling and invoking um, and that needs to carry through across all touch points. Mm -hmm. So what do you feel like your 
your kind of personal cutting edges right now. What are you learning? What are you excited about uh, next? It's still Facebook for us, mm -hmm. Facebook and Instagram. Uh, the where we see the future is really uh, obviously video on those platforms. Yeah, mm -hmm. Facebook TV, Instagram mm -hmm. TV, the capability for long format being mm -hmm. accessible for no people to put up. Mm -hmm. um, that's accessible right now. You can put up long format mm -hmm. on IGTV. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's the future and that's the, the direction that Facebook is moving mm -hmm. is towards all the video content. Mm -hmm. uh, Facebook is basically trying to capture all of, let's say, YouTube's yeah. audience, they're also trying to capture all of Craigslist's audience. So Facebook has also introduced a, a platform Market. called Facebook Marketplace, yeah. and you can serve ads within the marketplace. Mm -hmm. So they're basically trying to steal all that Craigslist uh, user business away, and they're trying to steal all the YouTube business. So if you're not focused on video and going forward, that's something you really should be focused on. Mm -hmm. That's something we're definitely focused on right now moving forward. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of the future as well as augmented reality and, and virtual reality. Cool. So uh, you're a young guy, obviously, but do you ever um, think about what you would like your legacy to be when you think about uh, you know, the kind of long-term arc of your career or your life? what you're up to in the big picture? Our focus is really on, on trying to grow brands mm -hmm. and, and have the success that we can find for them. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we'd like to make a niche for ourselves in the fact that we are an agency that can really help brands grow. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very easy for people to start businesses and start something that they're passionate about. Mm -hmm. it's, another, it's a whole other animal to bring in marketing and management of a business and how to actually manage the business and grow it, right? So it's cool to be in a place where we can kind of take that off of their plate mm -hmm. and they can focus on the creative side of their business, whether it be uh, you know, designing a brand or being a creative for a brand or working on that side of things and not having to worry about the marketing side or how am I gonna get this stuff out there? Um, and that's, you know, that's really the thing for us is being able to kind of help them grow their businesses and it's cool, it's cool for me to be a part of that and help people find success and mm -hmm. help them grow. And that's been really rewarding for me. Awesome. So we call this thing Modern Entrepreneur. We're trying to um, get at what it is that's unique about this kind of moment in, in entrepreneurial business history. Well, the biggest thing is obviously that everybody is accessible, mm -hmm. right? We can access and hit everyone via their cell phone as far as a, a marketing engine. Mm -hmm. um, the, the other side of that is that the, the, there's so much data mm -hmm. available to us as marketers today mm -hmm. that we can really fine tune who we need to get our message to. Mm -hmm. um, and that's probably the biggest, or the most exciting thing moving forward is that the, the data is becoming so powerful yeah. and the ability to basically track customers across different channels. Mm -hmm. Usually in the past, you would only be able to kind of attribute a conversion if they clicked on an ad and they converted. Now we can actually go back and we can see attribution across multiple channels, across multiple platforms, across mm -hmm. multiple devices. Mm -hmm. They started their journey on a laptop, they ended their journey on a cell phone and mm -hmm. made a purchase. So the attribution level is becoming more powerful mm -hmm. and uh, the ability to target is becoming more powerful. So those two things are really exciting for us going forward because it's only really been in the past three four years that you've 
started to have some accessibility to these attribution tools. Mm -hmm. And the better that they get, the more powerful uh, it becomes on the marketing side to reach people. Super exciting. Yeah. Hey, Derek, thank you so much for taking Thanks, the time. Man. Really insightful yeah, conversation. Sure. Um, would you sign our wall? Of course. Awesome. Thanks, Love man. to.